Welcome to Space Floor NBA Podcast. My name is Connor Geelan. And I'm Connor Flannery. This is our 43rd official episode. Let's talk about the Warriors. Right now, Steph Curry... <laughs> I'm so sad, man. It, Going back to our last episode, your biological father, Mr. Stephen Curry, Mr. Wardell Curry, is now out for three months after having injury for his broken hand. Now, in this episode, we're going to primarily focus on what this means for the Warriors this season, for the Warriors in future seasons, but also like what will this season, and without Steph Curry, without Klay Thompson, prove about the Warriors of the past and their dynasty from the last few years? Yeah, and just starting on that for a second, like in terms of legacy, mm-hmm. does it show something about Kevin Durant that uh, when he leaves, the Warriors fall apart? Does this say something about Steph Curry that they sucked when Kevin Durant left, or does this say something about Steph Curry when this team is horrible without Steph Curry? And I, I think it's a bit of both because on the one hand, it's like, hey, why are you bad when Kevin Durant leaves? Steph Curry is a top five player in the league. But on the other hand, I would say as a biased Steph Curry fan that there's a reason that this team is going to be the worst team in the NBA, one of the worst teams in the NBA when Steph Curry's injured. All right. If if you look if you look at their roster because Draymond Green was injured for a few games and D'Angelo Russell was injured for a few games, it was awful. Yeah, like, no. Okay. It, we won't what let's let's start off with like with this season, right? Cuz we don't I don't want to talk about just like should we look back on Steph Curry's yes. career just yet? But but for this season, like you said, like this team they've they've already had injuries besides just Steph Curry, right? So they you know, they've had games where like their starting five features like Jordan Poole and like read off what yeah, <laughs> you got here, the graphic right there. Shout out to at NBA.downtown. Last year's Warriors lineup at this time of the year, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, Draymond Green, DeMarcus Cousins. <laughs> well, DeMarcus Cousins wasn't starting until I know. the playoffs, but fine. This year's Warriors lineup, Kai Bowman. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you anything about him. <laughs> I, I did I, not I did not know he existed until he, just now. If you told me what position does Kyle Bowman play before I saw this, I I wouldn't know. He sounds like a center. Jordan Poole, rookie, Glenn Robinson the third, Eric Pascal, and Willie Cauley Stein. Shout out to Eric Pascal, but you know, my Villanova He's homies. He's actually been playing very well. Like I said, I said I've been if you've been following us on Twitter, I've been tweeting I tweeted out the last, like a few days ago, like shout out to Jalen Brunson, like my boy. Villanova produces such like fundamentally sound <laughs> players. I just like love everything about Nerd. them as like a Villanova fan, right? And so Eric Pascal was one of those guys who won. Villanova was won like two of the last three uh, national championships for basketball, or at least like two of the last. That was five, a couple yeah. years ago, yeah. So Eric Pascal was one of those guys on at least one of those championship teams. Um, and I was saying to you in a group chat, like, while Omari Spellman and Eric Pascal are probably the two worst recent Villanova, Villanova graduates that are in the league right now, don't sleep on them. They're both I mean, in the Warriors right now. I think that they're actually going to be very lethal three-point shooters and switchable o- Omari Spellman has not been playing well at all. But Eric Pascal, on the other hand, has. Eric Pascal, like, if you haven't watched him play, think of, like, Draymond Green's body mm-hmm. type. He's not nearly as good of a defender. He's probably going to be a better shooter. Not than Draymond was like necessarily like four years ago, but the Draymond shooting right now, yeah. But like a little bit of that like versatile, switchable defender thing, like obviously very much toned down. That's sort of what Eric Pascal is. So it's like 
very, very budget Draymond Green. That's a little bit of Eric Pascal. Yeah, except he can't really handle the ball. So. Yes, that's true. He's not the same playmaker either. Um, just offensive player. Anyways. Um, but <laughs> either way, that lineup, that starting lineup is atrocious. It's so bad. That it's that like, starting lineup right there is worse than the Knicks. It's worse than the Grizzlies. It's worse than the Cavs. Like, that is the worst thing. It's so bad. It makes me uncomfortable. It makes, it makes me like, Stick to your stomach. It makes me like squirm in my seat. It's like, I don't... I, I'm embarrassed as an NBA fan. And, and, that is and you, by the way, had this team... <laughs> as what like the four or five seed in the western conference this year you put steph curry you put steph curry in your mvp conversation which means that the warriors had to have finished as like probably top three in the western conference i had had the warriors at four upon jazz and the two la teams but okay you can never tell me that steph curry wasn't going to win mvp Yes, I can. No, you can't. Yes, you I can. can. I a thousand percent See, no, can. I, and I have. I, I said it before I, the season. I have, and I'm the, I have the what if card in my pocket. No, you don't. Because the Warriors were so bad, even with Steph Curry, that there is no chance he was winning MVP this season. Maybe that was a bad, literally maybe, zero. Maybe that was a bad. Few literally games. zero. Maybe that was a bad few games. I don't. That is not a bad few games. That is the worst start that the Warriors have had <laughs> in, like in seven this years. in this decade, like easily. Fake fake NBA fans. They don't know how like the Warriors were in like 2011. Or 2012. Monte Ellis be like. Monte Ellis. <laughs> okay. But, the, yeah. Okay, so, assuming Steph Curry's going to be out two to three months, because, I mean, that's been the reports. Broken hands can range anywhere from, like, four weeks to three months. And so, three months, it, it's safe to say that this this season is a wash. Yeah, right? for sure. It's, it's gone. Now, I, you also said, uh, we, we were talking about this again, Um, it was like, okay, so what do the Warriors do now? And so it was like, okay, they're probably going to have, I think we can both agree, they're not a playoff team anymore. No. Even though, like, somebody I, somebody was saying, like, oh, you know, like, the, this Warriors team is still going to be a playoff team because they've got Draymond Green and D'Angelo Russell. I don't know. I don't know about that one. <laughs> I, keep in mind, they're 1-5 right now. You can't start off that slow and make the playoffs in the Western Conference, first of all. Second of all, so Draymond the, so Green. The, so the Kings are out of playoff playoff contention. Yes. Even if, I had them even, in the I haven't yeah, seen the playoffs, the Kings are already out of the playoffs. As as much as I would like them to make the playoffs, they've quit on Luke Walton. Yes. First of all, Luke Luke Walton's sets have been have not been good and like how are you going to start off at that slow of a pace when you have Darren Fox, Buddy Heel? Like I've been a fan of the Luke Walton is not a good coach club for quite some time. I ha- I haven't been paying attention to Luke Walton's coaching all that closely. I just know that like from last season to this season, the Kings have fallen off a cliff, and the biggest change is Luke is Luke Walton's yeah. new presence. Um, and so, yeah. But besides that, yes, the Kings are the playoffs. The Warriors are the playoffs. But even so, this team right here is worse than the than the Nets were than the Nets were last year, right? Because people are saying like, hey, like D'Angelo Russell is the new best uh, player in the Warriors. D'Angelo Russell led the Nets to the playoffs last year. So totally why can't different. he lead the, Yeah, it's, it's totally it's, different. It's Western Conference versus Eastern Conference. This, this like, you know, other lineup behind D'Angelo Russell is not deep, and it's not, it's not good. It's not. You have Kai Bowman as your Spencer Dinwiddie. You have Willie Cauley-Stein as your Jared Allen. You have Jordan Poole as your Joe Harris. Yeah. It, it's, it's not a thing. Yeah. That, so, that, so, this is, so this you, is not a playoff. You have Eric team. Pascal as your Karis LeVert. No, like no, <laughs> like uh, all four of those players I just mentioned 
are worse than the Nets players. And I, I yeah. can't even think of the Nets small forward last year, but he was probably Joe worse Harris. than... Joe Harris. It was Joe Harris okay, and then Karis LeVert at the two. Karis LeVert at the two. Okay, but then that fifth starter was probably worse than Glenn Robinson the third. Yeah. <laughs> because if he's an NBA player right now... What was it? Oh, sorry. They're better than Glenn Robinson the third. Because mm-hmm. if he's an NBA player right now, he's probably better than Glenn Robinson the third. That's... That's it's pretty rough, but I would say yeah, Glenn Robinson is a below average NBA starter. Yes, as as is probably everybody in that starting five except for maybe Willie Cauley Stein, but even that is debatable. Yeah, and obviously this is with Draymond Green and D'Angelo Russell injured. But okay, so we've both agreed on the fact that the Warriors this year are a lottery team. Yep, that's sort of a given. I as a now, Warriors, as a, I'm, you I'm, are, I'm, you can just call yourself a Warriors fan. You're a Knicks fan. You're a Knicks fan first and foremost. Yes. But you are a Steph Curry fan, and you are always and I'm a hoping, Russell fan. You are hoping for the well-being of the Warriors, yes. which essentially makes because, you because a fan. Ste- because like, Steph Curry is the Warriors. Eh, he is, yeah. He's the All longest right. tenured player with one team. And okay. He, yeah, okay. So I associate him with the Warriors, plus I like D'Angelo Russell. So it's in the best interest of the Warriors to have a high lottery pick, and I'm, I'm for the best interest of the Warriors. So, like, I... It's kind of a question in my mind. Like, hmm, well, if Steph Curry just kind of like rests a bit, then the Warriors could probably have like a top eight pick, a top seven pick. I don't think like people are like Warriors for the number one pick. No, I don't. I'm not sure. No. I'm not. They're not gonna. I don't think they're gonna get the f- number one overall pick because like based on the way That's the Kings have started, <laughs> like I don't know. Like there are other teams in the West that are gonna be pretty bad. Yeah. And, and Steph Curry, like it's gonna be three months, but I also think like. Steph Curry is going to come back, and they're still going to win some games. D'Angelo Russell and Draymond Green is probably going to be enough for you not to be yeah. the worst team in the NBA. They're going to have their nights. Devin, but Booker, like, Devin Booker was a part of the worst team in the NBA last year. Just saying. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, but I just think, like, I guess my question for you is, because you said at one point, oh, the, like, the Warriors are going to have this pick. They should trade their pick and get they should, they and like should, and like stack totally, for next season. Yeah, no, they should totally trade their pick. What's gonna happen? Here's the ideal Warriors scenario. Steph, you realize they're not gonna trade the pick. They're totally gonna trade. They're the not pick. gonna trade the why, pick. Why there's would they not been, trade there's the pick? There's literally been reports that they're gonna they're gonna draft some. I forget what it was, but like there were reports that said that the that the Warriors were going all in on this pick and they were gonna like. Let them not gonna like why? let themselves lose, but they're gonna take a draft. They're gonna have three All Stars next year. I don't think that I think there's a very good chance that at least one or two of Draymond Green, Steph Curry, and D'Angelo I'm, I'm Russell not, are not, not include, there next season. No, I'm not including Draymond Green as an All Star in that. I'm, I'm talking about who's the third? D'Angelo Russell. So, oh, and Clay Thompson. Okay, I'm yes. forgetting that Clay Thompson's on the. Yeah. But so you think that who, like, who are they going after in their, in your mind that like, what, let's say like the eighth overall pick is going to get that? The eighth overall pick, I could say that like. They could get JJ Redick and Derek Favors. That does not make them like significantly, significantly better. It give it's a better production than whatever the eighth overall pick is gonna be. Okay. I when I think of eighth overall pick, I think of like like Kevin Knox. Okay. Like like, like imagine like that type like caliber of player. But he's who, not gonna help the Warriors. Who's the eighth in, overall in pick this number year? One. Who's the eighth overall pick this year? Kobe uh, White, I think. Like Kobe he, White Kobe has White, higher production than Kevin Knox, for example. Okay, though. fine. Like Kobe White, I think Kevin Knox is a little like bit of a, a center low. or whatever. Or, or you can now you can make it like Jackson Hayes. He was the tenth pick. Okay. Like you don't think that JJ Redick and Derek Favors, two quality starters, would help the Warriors more, more than, than a Jackson, Jackson Hayes? Definitely. But I also think that like that's one season in which this is, I am not. I I 
I'll get into this. I'm not sure Steph Curry is playing another full season for the rest of his career. And you, I can you guarantee you, I can Warriors, guarantee Warriors, you without a shadow of a doubt that the Warriors are not going to win another championship while Steph Curry is on the roster. Okay, that's a very big I'm guarantee. I'm telling you. a very you, big guarantee. And I told you Warriors, that, I told you that before, I told you that. that before this season. Okay, but and the, I'm saying that right now. But the Warriors this, front office can't just be like, well, we're not going to win even though we have three all-stars. But let's, they let's should. Just, let's just not like pursue a better should. team. The, they should. No. The Warriors Why? should be moving towards the future, which is like, what? okay, we just had a five-year run. You have an all-NBA player on your team. I don't care if he's not healthy. You you have several all-NBA play, uh, caliber is, players but, on but your but team. But you have but you have the Steph Curry bias, which is that Steph Curry is still going to be good for the next three years, right. which I don't really agree with. Not that he's not going to be good, but he's not going to be great. I'm not sure Steph Curry is going to be an all-NBA player, really, like next season, but even Connor, if he is healthy. But Connor, if you have three all-star caliber players not including Draymond Green, mm-hmm. on your team, locked up for the future, long-term contracts, it, it would be different if they all could walk this offseason. It would be different. But you, you are invested like hundreds of millions of dollars into these three guys, and you think, like, are they either going to blow it up, or are they just going to be content with being like, like a, like a, two, like a three or a four or a five there's seed? There's no way there's a three or four or five seed is my point. This team is not going to be a five how, seed at how any do you, point. How do you? Th- because Steph Curry, D'Angelo Russell, and Clay Thompson is no longer going to be a core that's like a three seed in the NBA in the Western Conference. What are you basing that off of? Steph Curry injuries, Clay Thompson injuries. I'm saying that this that this Warriors team is well past their prime. That Steph Curry that. What I've been saying about the Steph Curry injury with his ankles, about Steph Curry not being the same player that he was three years ago, about a lot has changed while Kevin Durant has been there that has been masked by the fact that Kevin Durant is the second best player in the league, arguably. That's going to start to show up in the next few seasons, and that's going to prevent the Warriors from be ever getting back to where they once were. And so holding on to the hope that you're going to still be a contender in the NBA for the Warriors, kind of senseless. And so could they... Could they still hold on to this era of like, okay, we're going to just keep selling tickets and we're going to just keep being like a playoff team in the Western Conference? Sure. If it's me, I invest all the value and gather as many assets as you can get right now so that five years from now, you've got a core to get back to where you were a few years ago, right? Because think about how well the Warriors have drafted in the past, right? You've picked up Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, like these guys are all homegrown stars that you picked up with not getting like a top five pick, but picking like even in the second round, in the late lottery, even like late in the first round. So if I'm the Warriors, I'm getting as many draft picks as I can, and I am trusting my guys to keep making the right draft picks so that I'm going to draft the core that will once again get good. But if you hold on to Steph Curry, if you like like what they did with Monte Ellis, which is like they traded Monte Ellis to invest in their young picks and the in their young stars they already had to grow a team for the future, right? So I'm thinking the Warriors gather as many assets as they can right now so that they'll have their dra- have those draft picks, they'll invest in their like GM and their in their scouting team so that when they start getting some guys like back through the draft, through like homegrown talent they'll get good again. But you just have to trust that process that you'll get back to it. But this this process, Whereas, but, you, but you, if can't, you, let, you can't just like rely on that. It's like, oh, this, the, the Warriors know what they're doing. It's going to be fine. The present is so much more valuable. 
because you I have these know. players. The present is so much more valuable. The present shouldn't be is, any more valuable. This is still, this is still a present, championship core the in the terms being, The present the terms being they, more valuable is how you end up as the worst team in the league. If no, that makes no, no, sense. No, but, but this isn't them like this isn't them being the Brooklyn Nets and trading their entire future to get good. I'm saying they're already good and they want to like they're already in the top ten in the league. Think about the Celtics. And they want to get into the top. Obviously, five. obviously, this is a very extreme example. Think about the Celtics and the Nets from whatever, like two thousand eight. I, I just mentioned that. Yes. So, like, why not when you have that Celtics core, which is like you've got that group of all stars that have already won you championships, but now are starting to struggle with injuries, are starting to get older. Where now Steph Curry is going to be like thirty five it, next it's year. Different, or dude. Like it's that. different. Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett were like thirty four. Okay, is Steph Curry not like he's thirty one? But his but his body is like worse than a thirty five year old. That's okay. First of all, that's not true. Yes, it is. <laughs> Steph Curry's Steph Curry's body un- is gonna fall apart. It's gonna fall apart. I'm telling you that. I've been dude, saying that. I'm gonna keep saying that. Dude, Steph Curry's the, body the is a ticking tra- time that, bomb. The, the reason that trade was horrible is because they were all insanely old. They were all the, all every good piece that they got back was horrible and fell apart. You you think that the Warriors? But, but are you saying people, that the Warriors should did, trade Steph Curry? I'm not saying they should trade necessarily Steph Curry, but I wouldn't call them crazy if they did. <laughs> what? They're not going to trade. I can't argue with they're this. Not gonna trade, they're not going to trade <laughs> Steph Curry because he's Steph Curry. They should trade Draymond Green. Okay, I feel like... They, they should trade... I feel they like should that, trade, that argument goes to the same. They, they're not going to trade... They should trade Draymond Green. They should trade Clay Thompson. They should trade... Um, they, you, they should trade D'Angelo Russell. What? That's why I think. You, you think they should blow it up. Name one other team... Name... Okay, list... Because, any, list any other team in the league that has three all-star. All-star caliber players. I think 76ers, maybe. 76ers, definitely. Yeah. If you consider Tobias Harris an all-star caliber player. You have... I, at the same I, time, I guess, though, at the, the same Lakers. time, it's not about just how many all stars you have. I, I understand because th- look at the Warriors from last year. Like that's a terrible like, like the all stars does not equate to wins. All stars does not equate to being a good team. This like it doesn't matter that they have three all stars. They are not going to be able to compete. But, but with I'm saying any of I'm the saying t- top you're, teams you're, that you're arguing that they're just like the talent isn't there. I'm not saying the talent yes. isn't there. I'm saying that the talent is past its prime. So I'm the talent that, is not satisfactory. The talent is more than satisfactory to be a succeed in the Western Conference. The talent is not satisfactory to win you another NBA championship. A succeed and it's not, in the Western Conference? Like, are you going to pick the Warriors team over the Trailblazers next year? Like, yes. I don't think I am. Yes. Because this Warriors team has zero depth. Steph Curry is not going to play more than 60 games for the like next season either. Clay Thompson, maybe if he plays a full season, Steph Curry and without Clay Thompson and Clay Thompson without Steph Curry, just like it's it's good. It's not the Splash Brothers that makes the Warriors what it is. Draymond Green is washed. I will get to that. He is washed. And like D'Angelo Russell on the on the Warriors so far as an experiment has miserably failed. Why? Because they're losing games. I think he's been playing fine. <sighs> Okay, here here's my I think th- this is how the Warriors reload. You have Steph Curry starting. Apparently that's just not good enough okay, for no. you. Okay, no. Okay, so a Steph- healthy Steph Curry starting is is great. Okay. But but you're going to need Draymond Green from 3 years ago and a healthy Klay Thompson. There's going to be a healthy Klay Thompson. And, and the he's def- taking the entire year off. He's take he's missing a year and a half worth of basketball. Okay. And, 
And, but yeah, and, but, well, I, but okay. I'm not done. You need you need Draymond Green from three years ago. You need a healthy Clay Thompson, and you need the Harrison Barn type players that you cannot find in Willie Cauley Stein, Glenn Robinson, Kai Bowman, Alec Burks, Damian Lee, Eric Pascal. Like those guys don't cut it. Okay, here's the you deal. need you need the depth and the role players that make the Warrior system what it but, is. But and there's the, a rotation and the best way here. to there's get a that potential rotation here. You have I I take Steph Curry with with Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and a very deep team over Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and D'Angelo Russell. What plus like an old Draymond Green? You need you need the depth for the Warriors, not the star power. Okay, here l- let me lay out my thing. Mm-hmm. Next year, the Warriors could be in championship contention because they'll have a lineup. They'll have a full rotation of Steph Curry, D'Angelo Russell, Klay Thompson, old Draymond Green. Yes, he's still. I, I you could still call him at least an average starter pr- from what he provides you. And I, then, I, and then, wh- and that then, might and be then, pushing it at that and, point. And then, wh- and then, one of know. those centers that they always find, whether it's Willie Colleston, whether it's Kevon Looney, whether it's Eric Pascal as a small ball center, he's like six five. Okay, taller than Draymond. I don't know. Like Eric Pascal uh, is a, as a small He's like ball. Six, 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 seven, yeah, that's taller than Draymond. I don't care. Yeah. Okay, th- that's that's a phenomenal starting lineup. That's not a phenomenal that's, starting lineup. That's a phenomenal starting lineup. It's not phenomenal. Yes, it is. It has. I don't. I, I keep repeating three all stars. That's, that's three all stars that and, and two average starters. That is not starters. a phenomenal starting lineup when starting lineups in a league include St- LeBron James and Anthony Davis in the same team. Giannis doesn't even matter who else is in the starting lineup because it's you're, Giannis. You're saying there there's not enough star power. It's not. I'm saying I'm not saying there's not enough star power. I'm saying that that starting lineup does not match up with the best teams in the NBA. It doesn't match up with the 76ers. Doesn't match up with the Bucks. Doesn't match up with the with the um with the Lakers. Doesn't match up with the Clippers. I'm not sure it even matches up with the Trailblazers. Doesn't match up with the Rockets. Why doesn't it match up with the Rockets? I will take Ow. Steph Curry, Russell Westbrook, or sorry, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Clint Capella, Eric Gordon, and the role players in the Rockets over that Warriors. The role selection. players on the Rockets aren't aren't necessarily going to be better than the Warriors than the Warriors next year. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay, okay, look at how bad the role players are on the Warriors right now. Okay. That's what I'm talking okay, for, about. No, first of all, you have like with the Houston Rockets, My they're relying one... like very heavily on like Austin Rivers. I don't feel like the people understand how bad the Rockets bench is. Like outside of Eric Gordon, the Rockets bench is bad. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But that, that's a reasonable that, claim. That is. I'm not. I'm not saying that is not a reasonable claim. I'm saying that for the Rockets, that matters so much less than it does for the Warriors. Why? Because Why? it's the Warriors. Because it's the Warriors. The Warriors don't have the the. The uh, Andre Iguodala, Sean Livingston, Harrison Barnes, like uh, David Lee, like guys off the bench anymore that they did when they like in their in their height. Like I feel like you're attributing the Warriors' success not enough to their two best players, Steph Curry because, and Clay Thompson. Because I will get to this when we talk about the Warriors of the past. But I've been saying it for the like since this Warriors team has been a dynasty. Am I about to that, you? <laughs> that that every one of the Warrior stars benefits so much from being on this team called that we call the Golden State Warriors. You're in love right? with the system to a fault. It's I'm not in love with the system. I'm in love. I like. I'm just convinced that it's more system than anything. That there, I, I will. I am. I am confident saying. That there have never been players more blessed by 
by the system that they are in than Draymond Green, Steph Curry. But they make the system. But they make the system. Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr isn't like this great coach. It's not about Steve Kerr. It's about the other players around them, and them just like happening to be in the most it, perfect situation dude, ever. it's not because of the other players around it. It's because of Steph Curry and Klay Thompson and Draymond Green that make the system what it is. Exactly. You, you, you no, think, no, you I think, agree with that. You think I agree that David that. West is just like this gem that the Warriors found? No, they make him a gem. You think I, Quinn I, Cook was amazing? No, I, I, the no, Warriors made him amazing. I understand that, that, it, that those three guys make the system, but the point is that it's those three guys make the system. It's not one guy that makes the system. It's those three guys that make the system, and that system. That's why they were bad this year. That okay, that, okay, okay. But, yeah, okay, I agree. Okay, that. Now they're gonna have Clay Thompson, and Clay Thompson is gonna miss it's a not, year and a half. It's not enough. It's not enough. How is it not enough, dude? Like to win a championship, not enough. I'm saying championship contention. Yes, contention. Contention. That, that, that means I, one of the be- best four or five teams make, in the will league. Will they make the Western Conference Finals? No. One of the best four or five no. teams in the league. That's what championship contention. I don't. Is. I can't give you that. I can't give you but one of the best four or five teams in the league for the Warriors as long as they have stuff. I'm giving Curry. you a top I'm giving you a top like four, five like starting lineup in the NBA with I think what is going to emerge but, as a solid bench. But you're looking at starting lineup, which is literally like a third of the roster. It's not just a about third the starting of the lineup. roster. It's it's who plays at the end of the game. It is who plays at the end of the game, but for the Warriors, it is all the 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 guys that come off of the bench have all have always been one of the most important factors in their playoff success especially in the playoffs think about how important like once again those names like andre Godala and and sean livingston have been the last couple of years i just can't i will i can't get over the fact that the warriors bench is terrible and that the warriors players are not as good as they once were the bench and that the warrior system the bench isn't unfixable you have Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole is going to be a good guy next the year. The bench isn't unfixable. Do you, do you, it's not. It's not fixable in one year. Yes, it. Okay. Let me build. Let me build you a bench. You have whoever doesn't start between Kevon Louie and Willie Cauley Stein. That's a solid backup center. Yes. Jordan Poole. Can you admit Jordan Poole next year? He looks like he's going to be a good guy for them. He looks like he's going to be. I mean, a, I haven't. I haven't been watching I, I have, all that much. I have. Wor- like Warriors. Jordan Poole looks like he's going to be a legitimate, decent role player off the bench. Okay. Like a serviceable dude. Then you can, one, stagger the lineups because you basically have two point guards out there with Steph Curry and, and D'Angelo Russell. So you're always going to have one of them on the floor. So uh, it, but, does, it but, doesn't even okay. matter that you don't have like a good backup point guard. I'll tell you right now, having, having one of of Steph Curry and, and, and not having Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. No, D'Angelo back, Russell. D'Angelo Russell. Not having Steph Curry and Klay Thompson or Steph, not having like two of them on the court at the same time. And even even D'Angelo Russell is not a perfect fit. I don't like the fit of D'Angelo Russell doesn't work with the Warriors. It just you don't. It we're five games in, dude. We're but five games in. He's not he's not Warriors enough. I don't know how to ex- <laughs> I don't know how to explain it other than like then out of any of the All Stars that that the Warriors have had, except for like maybe Demarcus Cousins. D'Angelo Russell by far fits the worst. Okay, but I, I, Kevin Durant I just, I just fully embraced the Warrior system. D'Angelo Russell can't fit into the Warrior system as well. I, as. I just think that's something that we need to see. Yeah. Now, okay. Okay. Just to conclude my point, uh-huh. I think that the Warriors can be a champion contender because I, I I gave you that great starting great starting lineup. Great. I wouldn't call that like I I would great great as in being a better starting lineup than who than like like which 
Which then, of the other top like then, six teams then, in the NBA? Then twenty three teams in the NBA. Twenty four okay. teams. So so they're starting line. So you're saying twenty three, twenty four teams. That makes their starting lineup the top six or seven. Yes. Starting line. Then their bench is going to be worse than every one okay, of those are, teams. Are you arguing them, with me? Are maybe. you arguing with me whether they're going to be the fifth best team or the sixth best team or the seventh best team? I'm I'm saying that they're going to be the fifth, sixth, or seventh best team in the Western Conference. And then you're saying no, no, no. I'm saying the league. That because because twenty three. There aren't twenty five teams in the Western Conference. I'm saying they're going to be like, f- I'm saying they're going to be like five or six in the Western Conference. You're saying they're going to be five or six in the league. Yes, that's yes. that's my problem. Okay, with it, is so I don't, so I'm, and, and also okay. I have been totally forgetting to mention the Denver Nuggets exist. The what? Denver Nuggets are going to be above the Warriors. I think the Denver Nuggets will win a championship next year over the Warriors. Okay, okay. Here I give you this starting lineup. I would take that starting lineup over the Denver Nuggets starting lineup. I disagree with okay, that. Okay, any okay. Anyways, I give you Steph Curry, D'Angelo Russell, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green. Uh, Eric Pascal or Kevon Looney. I, I'm then, just saying. You I'm have, just saying that starting lineup. You're saying is a sixth or seventh best starting it, lineup it in is, the league. It is. I can maybe get on board with that, but probably not. Okay, and then let me get actually. To the bench. No, that, that's probably that's probably okay, not right. F- fair, but the bench I, is yeah, going to be let, way let, worse. Let me talk. Let me the talk. The bench let is going to be way talk. worse let, than all of the let, other. Teams. Let, let me talk. How, okay, that, okay. You so have even if there's okay. Like, you have Willie Cauley Stein <laughs> off the bench. You have Eric Pascal. No, Willie Cauley Stein is starting over no, Kevon Looney. No, no. Look at the depth chart. This is this year's dude. Yeah, the we're talking about next year. We're talking about next year. Willie Cauley Stein Looney's out. Oh, okay, he's yeah, injured. My bad, my bad. Okay, right. okay. So you have Willie Cauley Stein off the bench as a center. Uh, either Kevon Looney or Eric Pascal, whoever doesn't start. Um, you have him. That's a solid role player. We talked. We talked. Let me finish. We talked about Jordan Poole. That's three pretty solid bench players. I and I have yet to mention the pick that they're going to get next year. But you that's, said they're going to trade the pick. Yes, and you can exchange that for two solid role players. You can exchange that for you're two. Not, s- you're not getting. I'll give you a hint. You're not getting the eighth overall pick for JJ Redick and, and Derek Favors. That's way too much value. Okay, because, when, because when, Derek okay, Favors. What, what, what does that matter to the Pelicans? What do they really matter to the Pelicans if the Pelicans don't do well this year? And I, I'm just that well, was the, off the top of my head. The you Pelicans. Those you don't are the guys that, that the Pelicans get, went out and that, signed. So think, those clearly matter to the Pelicans you don't a think lot. That you and can, those are very valuable. Okay, role one, players. one, you have to fill your cap space, so they had to sign someone. Two, you don't think that like someone like the Knicks or someone else who who signed uh, the player who signed players for like deals because they had to, but are actually very serviceable serviceable role serviceable role players that just follow the money you don't think that like the knicks would take a would take an eighth overall pick for like a marcus morris and someone else no marcus morris is way better than an eighth overall pick but the knicks don't care the the knicks don't care yes they do knicks the marcus morris literally dropped 26 points and hit the game tying three on the the my point is this marcus morris uh, marcus morris was the biggest factor in the knicks losing to the celtics by two I think Marcus okay. Morris is way better than you're giving him credit for. Okay, I'm not. Okay, the, you're you're talking about specific the eighth examples. overall pick. You're, you're talking, talking about you're talking about. Okay, listen to me. You're talking. You were earlier this episode. You were talking about that the eighth overall pick doesn't have that much value because it's going to give you a guy like Jackson Hayes or Kevin Knox. So do you really think that there's going to be any team in the NBA who's going to be like, sure, take my Marcus Morris, take my Derek Favors and JJ Redick in exchange for Jackson Hayes yes. or like the eighth overall for, pick for a team that doesn't care about their vets and for a what? team. And name, team one team, name one team that doesn't care about their vets. Any 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 one. of the bottom ten there teams prioritize one. their future over there their present. Yes. Any of the bottom ten. Okay, that's yes. what I'm arguing. And you're you're, but, you're but acting the vet, like. But the vets that you're naming are so much more valuable than the eighth overall pick. Dude, so though, even those teams, if they're one of the top, I'm giving bottom examples 10 teams, off the top of my head. I'm talking about okay. Let but, me but talk. Let me talk, dude. I know. Is, I know you're. An, but we both have that talk, okay, right? This is an this is an abstract. Uh, oh, you're coming up with examples that don't make sense because you're you're giving examples 
that would benefit the Warriors because those were way more valuable in the eighth overall pick that no team would do for the eighth overall pick. It's you're not. giving you're giving examples off of the top of your head that are, would be fantastic for the Warriors, but that are, there are no chance they get. That is way too much valuable. Okay, okay, then I'll, I'll, I'll turn it back pick. on you. You think that the Warriors should blow up everything for this eighth overall pick? You you were talking about that earlier. No, you're I don't think, think that you should. You're do, that I don't they think, should trade D'Angelo Russell and Clay Thompson and focus on this eighth overall. I don't pick. think. No, it's not. Fo- it's you're not focusing on, on the eighth overall pick. It's that you are giving up that stuff because in return you're going to be getting a bunch of young a bunch of young talent and picks and you're investing in you're you're going to lose for the next 3 seasons so you'll get not only this season's pick but next season's pick and the season after that pick in addition to all the value that you just got back from trading those guys that's the vision that I'm seeing and then with all those young guys that the warriors believe they can turn into something greater that will fit in that system that they already have established and that the and the guys that they know they can like there are not many teams in the NBA that draft better than the Warriors I mean according to the last few seasons so I I just think that like that is the direction that that makes the most sense for the Warriors not that eh, I'm I'm always in favor now I don't think they're actually going to do this and I kind of get why not because the NBA is a business you have to sell tickets this and that whatever if the Warriors are really trying to just win games and just get good as soon as possible, win their next championship as soon as possible, they're not going to win a championship in the next th- three, four years with Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green and D'Angelo Russell. Do you agree with me on that? No. That's for the, delusional. For, 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 the, that, for the reason I just described, I gave you a very good eight-man rotation, a great eight-man rotation. Starting lineup, three good bench players, plus Are you calling Willie Cauley-Stein part of like a great okay. eight-man rotation? Like I don't know. He, he's the just, worst. He's the worst man of calling, eight man rotation. Are you calling Jordan Poole and Eric Pascal part I'm, of a I'm, great I'm call, eight I'm, man rotation? I'm calling him. A, I'm calling him a good bench player. I don't. Uh, I'm calling a good. He, bench is he player. a good bench player? Probably. Yes. Is he is he gonna be? Is he gonna be like? I think he's a starting a starting player on a championship team. No, he's not starting. Why is he starting? Jordan Poole. I'm talking about Willie Cauley Stein. No, and Jordan Poole. Willie Cauley Stein is lower on the depth chart than Eric Pascal and Kevon Looney. That's not true. Yes, it is. Eric for, next, Pascal, for next year, definitely. Eric, no, no. Eric Pascal is not going to start next year, and and I I would I would mm, Willie Cauley Stein might start over Kevon Looney. Ka- well, at least I I probably would. But K- Kevon Looney started over Javale McGee. Javale McGee is better than Willie Cauley Stein. I don't think I don't think so. Just uh, maybe yeah, I'm maybe I'm okay, maybe you're, I'm thinking you're, you're maybe I down, like Willie Cauley Stein too much because he's okay, on the Kings last okay. year. But I'm saying the specifics over who's starting over who. Doesn't matter. I'm okay. I, it just comes down to the fact the Warriors, Warriors are, are not winning a championship in the next four years. They're con- they're contending for think, one. I don't think they're even contending for one. That's just. Are, do they think that they can contend for one? Like maybe. Can they go all in the next the next few seasons and kind of like and like maybe be a contender? Like, I guess. I just think that's stretching it because when I look at the future of the Warriors, I I guess I have sort of like. I like this backs up what I've been trying to say about the Warriors, which is basically that like Steph Curry for the last few years has had the benefit, the privilege of the healthiest stretch of his career because Kevin Durant was on the team. Steph Curry did not have to attack the basket because Kevin Durant was on the team. So Steph Curry, all he had to do now, all he had to do is actually very demeaning because like Steph Curry does a whole lot, right? Like that's not, it's not that that makes it sound very simple, and what Steph, Steph Curry does is not simple, but he, it made his role a lot easier because it let him still maintain the like gravitational force that he has on the defense just by existing on the perimeter, 
and still being able to create and, and score like by getting open off the ball and like running everything through the flow of the offense and being the Steph Curry that we know without having to like run full steam at the basket and hit circus layups while throwing okay, his body Okay, you don't have to do line. that, but he's still one of the... He, this he, season... He, he still runs, like, the mo- one of the most mileage of anyone in the league per game. You don't... That's a fact. That's, that's true. And, and step, but, but J.J. Redick leads the league in mileage, and you don't see J.J. Redick attacking the basket because he has the privilege of being a role player on teams where he's not expected to attack the basket. And so I'm saying that, like, Steph Curry shifted way more towards a J.J. Redick role. Obviously, Steph Curry is, like, a top 5, 10 player in the NBA, and J.J. Redick is not. But Steph Curry was given the was given the, the privilege of not having to attack the basket in the same way that he did, in the same way that where he was risking his, the, the health of his ankles and the health of his body every time he went towards the basket. This season... Five games in, right? Like, I don't even know. It was like game three, maybe game four. He breaks his hand attacking the basket because he's trying to attack the trees, right? I don't know. He and just, Aaron Baines landed on him. Well, it was, Aaron yeah, Baines. yeah, it was Aaron Baines. Yeah, because Aaron Baines on the Suns now, which is weird. But this, it's like, my point, I guess, is like the second he had to go back to trying to beat authentic Steph Curry that was a that was a like back-to-back MVP he gets injured and what was I saying before this season that he will not be the same player as he was when he was an MVP because he won't attack the basket in the same way I was wrong about he actually did end up attacking the basket in the same way but what happened he got injured I was right about that right like I just think that I was like very right about what Steph Curry was was going to be this season like as in he wasn't going to be an MVP because he couldn't be the same player that he was. And now I never wish that Steph Curry would get hurt. I'm very upset that Steph Curry got hurt because the NBA without Steph Curry is objectively a worse NBA. But it's like a little bit of like, I told you so, like Steph Curry's not immortal. And like Steph Curry can't be the same player that he was because his health isn't perfect. Like he's an injury prone guy. And that's just the, that's just how it is. And like, even though that's not fun to admit, or that's not fun to watch this season should get this, this injury should get into Steph Curry's head even more where Steph Curry should be even more passive and even more like trying to hide behind the other guys. This is getting very psychological and you kind of don't yeah. know Steph Curry. And well, like, I mean, it, it I is, it is very think, psychological, I don't, I don't think, he's, I think he's paranoid. You see the day I'm after very, he breaks, I feel his, very the, comfortable. The, the day after he breaks his hand, he's in costume with his family dancing. Well, on there's Halloween. a difference. There's a difference between dancing around in costume on Halloween and dancing around in the paint over seven foot tall centers. It's not the same thing. I understand that, but I feel you're trying to get into Steph Curry's head as I know, someone who's I know, like I know. As someone who's like as somebody who's terrified. watching from a distance. Yeah. Yeah. My point though is like even if Steph Curry's mindset doesn't change, his body isn't going to change. He's not going to like all of a sudden like not get injured. And so the general trend is going to stay the same where if Steph Curry's mindset doesn't change, he's not going to be able to stay on the court. And if his mindset does change, then he's not the same player that he was 3 years ago. And when you, he's when Steph Curry's not the same player that he was 3 years ago and you don't have Kevin Durant and Draymond Green is not the same player that he was three years ago, and the Warriors system is not able to function the same way it was three years ago, then that is not a recipe for a championship. Okay. That's... I, I It's like... I don't agree with you. I guess I'm having I, like a I, very I, like philosophical, like... Yes. Complicated like, I, I don't thing, know how to respond to that. I can't... It's like, no, I know what Steph Curry thinking is thinking, and you don't. Well, like, it's not... It's not so much that, like, I'm, I'm saying that Steph Curry is going to think like that. It's like... If he doesn't think like that, I'm telling you he's going to get injured again. 
because that's just what has happened at every stage of Steph Curry's career, that he has struggled with injury, except for, like, think about the playoffs where he's, like, limping on, like, limping on his ankle and he loses the championship because he's, like, or at least you would probably argue that he's, he, that he lost the championship that year because, like, he was playing on a hurt ankle, right? I mean, that was part like, of it, yeah. In, like, 2016, right? On, like, LeBron on the Cavs. And Draymond's and, like, dumbass, but yeah. So that year, if it was, like, if that was his injury, like... And then, and then all of a sudden, Kevin Durant comes around for two years, three years, and like all of a sudden, Steph Curry is not injured anymore. Like I just think there's a correlation between that. And now that Kevin Durant's gone again, like I just see Steph Curry getting injured again. You remind me of the video by Clay Allen. Oh, of course. Yeah. Like that is a, that is like a very big, that's your like favorite video of all that, time. It's like yeah, Steph Curry got injured. That in, that implanted the seed in my mind, which was that like Steph Curry's injury prone. Like Steph Curry has a weakness, whereas like. Steph Curry, on the Warriors the last few years, at times has looked unbeatable and has looked like the most unstoppable juggernaut like in NBA history, right? But I guess it's like when you see like the chink in the armor, where like okay, like the one the, the one way that this like Warriors super team could be torn down is Steph Curry getting injured or Kevin Durant leaving, and now like both have happened. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> like so, like the yeah, Warriors are not going to win another I, championship. I, like I, that's the way I see it. I, I guess. Okay, I still am firm to my belief that the Warriors, if they are smart about it, can be a championship. Contender and the Warriors and the Warriors will be smart about it. That's a they given. Will, they yeah. will be smart about it because yes. that's that's who the Warriors that's, are. That's who their front office is. They will be smart about it. But and dyna- but dyna- so, and dynasties don't rebuild; they reload. <laughs> You, you said that in the group chat two days ago. That was not me. That was, like, Tommy Barone. But oh, okay. I, I kind of true. agree with that quote, but, like, at the same time, I don't think there's a dynasty anymore. We're reloading. I think even if they do reload, my point is more so that it might be time to rebuild, even though they're not going to because, like, that's how the NBA works and, like, people try to sap as many wins out of, like, a pretty solid core as they can. Pretty solid. Yeah, three else yeah, three else pretty solid. But I guess all right, yeah. so so the the sort of like looking back in the past, which we've already done, is like what does this say about the careers of Clay Thompson, and Steph Curry, and Draymond Green? Like what? this this season that's about to happen. The end of the Warriors dynasty, I guess, like as we know it. Maybe not. Like you would argue that it's not, Maybe but not. I guess like I don't think that all this stuff is starting to come up with like well when when Clay Thompson's out, Steph Curry has an 0 17 record. That, he's a ten and they're ten and seven. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. <laughs> like, there's no way that's true, right? <laughs> um, and so, I guess I had a, this is a this is a big stretch, but I sort of had a moment where I was like, could Clay Thompson be the single most important piece of the Warriors dynasty over Steph Curry? Leave, get get off the set, dude. I'm not saying this is true, but I <laughs> there. If you connected enough dots, you could have reached that conclusion, which is basically that, like, the 10-17 and 17 record thing is sort of, like, what set me off on it. Although, like, you would say the small sample size, I would say, like, that's a third of an NBA season. But I think that Klay Thompson is the one guy that, out of the Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and uh, Klay Thompson trio, that could fit in any system, like, perfectly, seamlessly. Clay Thompson is the one you're, guy. You're very, you're a very big system guy. Yeah. Well, yeah. my whole thing about the Warriors is that there has never been a team that has benefited. Like, there's never yes, been a group you, of players that has benefited more from playing with each other yes. than Steph Curry, Jeremy, Clay Thompson. 
or not Clay Thompson actually, because I think Clay Thompson could fit anywhere. Clay Thompson is like the Paul George esque three and D guy that could make any team way better and could fit on any team and make them way better just like by existing. And I guess it might be the case that Clay Thompson relies on the others the least. That's true, because he he, Thompson, he lives independent of what goes on around him. Although no, I, I I I actually disagree. Clay Thompson, I think no, I think Clay Thompson benefits from the system. Oh, he does. He definitely benefits like, from the system. Like I agree. like even more than Steph Curry. Cause Steph Curry ball handles. Like Clay Thompson just runs around screens. Yes and no, because I, the 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 counterpoint to that is that Clay Thompson doesn't dribble. Clay Thompson dropped sixty points in a game on only eleven dribbles, like because, because he gets open. Exactly. And how does like, he get open? Because like because Steph open? Curry, because of the system. Steph Curry and, and Clay Thompson have this like symbiotic relationship where they both like make each <laughs> other get open, right? And like part, I just think that like Steph Curry might even benefit from that more than Clay Thompson does, although that might be a little bit silly. But like, I think no, but Steph Curry's ability to create his own shot exists, and Clay's kind of doesn't really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah, like. Like, 60 points on 11 dribbles is the epitome of not creating your own shot uh-huh. with your dribble. I, yeah, for sure. And, that, like, that's that's one of the biggest criticisms about Clay Thompson. And, but I also think, like, now we are seeing the weakest part of the Warriors game, at least, like, this season has been their defense. And Draymond Green has been playing, and the weakest part has been their defense. So, like, if their defense continues to suck, like, do we look at Clay Thompson and say, like, maybe Clay Thompson was a lot more important to this defense than Draymond Green was? I just think at this point, it's Draymond Green now and Draymond Green even three and, years okay. ago. So, th- so then if we say that, then we're accepting that Draymond Green is washed. I, I knew you were going to so, say that. And so I think and that either, I, I don't, I think either the two Is Draymond things, Green a worse defender? Yeah. Is Draymond Green a worse shooter? Yes. Is, either, he, is, he either, still a, is he still an average or above average starter? Yeah. Either My point is that either, either Draymond Green has been severely overrated, which I think he was anyway. I don't really like the word overrated, but I think that Draymond Green is, was severely overrated. So either that either that's the case, or Draymond Green is very washed, and this like elite level starting lineup that you're talking about doesn't really exist because Draymond Green is because not now the same they only guy. have three All Stars and not four. I don't like I don't that's like what you just said. I don't like counting the number of All Stars. I but I that understand. like usually but I don't like, either, if it if it I was think, Draymond Green that measure, made their defense, it, but I think it measures talent very well. All stars versus no all stars, like I don't know. It's like there can be a very small difference between an all star and not an all star. Um, no, like, we're talking about all star, all star caliber players because D'Angelo mm-hmm. Russell. If they're all three together, D'Angelo Russell probably won't be an all star. Yes, um, but I guess it's it's like if if Draymond Green really is what made the defense in the past, and the defense sucks now, like I know the it's defense all, is going to suck it's now. Also like, the, it's when, also the switchability. Uh, you know yeah all right so yeah all right and then and we've already talked about like sort of kevin durant maybe saving uh, curry's health for the last few years like not being the healthiest stretch of his career um and so then like sort of the point of like draymond green being overrated um i guess there was a point that that still bothers me like that was like probably like two three years ago now that people were saying that Draymond Green was a top twenty player in the NBA, which I disagree. Oh, yeah, you were with. Very, I disagree. You were very with. opposed to that. I was very opposed to that because I kept hearing the argument all over the place, which was that if you put Draymond Green on a team by himself, he could be the lead playmaker, 
where he could average like eight assists. He could be he could still be a defensive player of the year candidate, and he could be putting up like twenty points per game. I agree with everything except for the twenty points per game. I think that is maybe the most ridiculous take. It's like it's one of the most ridiculous takes I've ever heard. He, you just think Draymond Green is an average player who becomes an all star through the system. He he's an average it's, starter alone, just as a player. He's an average starter. You think he's not an all time? I don't. Th- good I don't passer. know. I don't know if there's. You think he's not an all time good defender? Out of anybody in the last decade, Draymond Green has benefited the most from the team he is on. Well, we've never really seen anything like Draymond Green. So. Yeah. Draymond Green is Draymond Green because the Warriors made Draymond Green Draymond Green. Draymond Green would not have become Draymond Green on any other team but th- but that's in different. any other year. But that's different. That's different. Because there's a difference between helping someone become some- something and then and, and, if you pull the rug out from under them, and can if, they still and if, stay? And if Draymond Green was moved to another team, he couldn't be the star. Like, Draymond Green on a team by himself. This was literally, like, this was a take. It was like, Draymond Green on a team by himself would be, like, a playoff contender and, like, would be, like, one of the best players in the NBA. That, like, Draymond Green could be a top 10 player in the NBA if he was on a team by himself. Like, if only we got to see that. <laughs> like, how delusional can you be that, like, you honestly think that Draymond Green would be better off without Clay, Clay Thompson and Steph Curry? I don't really think people... People pe- did think no, that. People, people were like, thought about people that about like, Clay Thompson. People were like... Let's put Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, Draymond Green on a team by themselves and like see what happens. I'm sure it would be so fantastic. <laughs> and no, <laughs> no. So I think, you're, I guess, you're I guess, a champion for I just, the Warriors I hope, haters everywhere. I, yes, exactly. <laughs> I, I just hope this finally proves like my point, which is that like Draymond Green should be appreciated for everything that he has done for the Warriors. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson should be appreciated for everything they have done for the Warriors. But let's not forget that Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green without each other are not the same guys. That is a debatable claim. I think I'm not saying fine, I'm not saying that's a fact. Fine, I'm just saying yeah. like that's my opinion. Fine about Draymond. I think it would it would have been interesting to see Clay on his own team like a year ago or two years ago. And like like there was talk about him like going to like the Suns or something. Yeah, that wouldn't have worked. That wouldn't have worked. <laughs> Clay Thompson on like let's say I don't know put him on like a team that has like a good another like good playmaker where he's like he doesn't have to be like the best player like or like the obvious star but like where he and and, like another playmaker are like relatively equal he just needs another guy in the backcourt that can like handle all the playmaking duties and like can knock down shots just to like where you can't leave that guy wide open and where he's a threat. Like, Whereas, if you like, paired him... Steph Curry, if you put Steph him on the Curry Raptors heightens. instead of DeMar DeRozan. Like, would, would that be... Would he still be Because of, like, Kyle Lowry? Player? Yes. Would he still be, like, a top 20 player? That's a really good question. Right? He's at a I, loss. I, I think so. I think so because I think that his defense would still be elite. His perimeter defense would still be elite. And no matter where Clay Thompson goes, that stroke isn't going away. That three-point shot is is just, it's like, he can pull up from anywhere in your yeah. face as long as you just, and like, get I mean, him the ball. Even off the dribble, like, we've seen, and also, he, even though it's it's hard to watch, and I know you hate this as well, but, like, he does have a mid-range game. That even, Wait, I don't think Oh, no, 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 no that's game. Tommy, that's Tommy. But, no, like, yeah, Clay yeah, Thompson's got a respectable like, like, mid-range like game. His turnarounds, although, I don't know how he would be able to create his own shot, because... 
Uh, have you ever seen the meme, Clay Thompson dribbles like a Republican? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I'm not sure what that means, but... I don't either, I, but I feel like it's accurate. <laughs> and I don't know... What, I don't even know how to interpret that, but I saw that all over the internet, and it made me cry. So, yes. All right. Well, I just think, like, in general... This was a fantastic run for the Warriors. I think it's over, and I think that all these guys deserve a tremendous amount of respect that, like, all the three of these guys have a case to be Hall of Famers. But, like, if if Draymond Green gets in the Hall of Fame, it better be because of what he contributed to the Warriors, not because... He is... Oh, the, oh, the what if of, like, what, if, what would Draymond Green have been without <laughs> Steph Curry? Because that's thing. not, like, yeah, that's not a thing. Like, okay, just appreciate Draymond Green for what he has been, not what he could have been, because what he could have been would actually have been worse. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So to conclude, you think that the Warriors are over and you think that they should trade all their guys and except for Steph Curry, you, you, you should trade all their guys. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I, I, I don't want to leave off on the point of like, <laughs> Like, like, listen to me, listen to me, Warriors. You better trade them, like, or you're gonna, you're gonna suck. Like, no, like, they're still gonna be like, they're still gonna be a playoff team if they don't trade them. And I don't think they're going to trade them because of like Steph Curry's gonna have his like world tour of like still being in the Warriors. They're not. He's like the longest tenured player like on a, on a, like their team like still right now or whatever. Yeah. But so they're not they're not actually going to trade him. Pierce got traded. I think it actually could be beneficial to the Warriors moving forward. That was my point. Okay, so he has that point. I am of the belief that dynasties don't rebuild, they reload. And I think that the Warriors are going to come back next season with a bunch of smart moves, with a good starting lineup, and with a good bench. And then we can just like... We, we as the Warriors can just kind of like gel together, have like a good, have a good, we as the Warriors can just have like a good complete team that we totally don't have this year. And I think like we can, we can definitely make a run at like a Western Conference finals and then maybe a finals. And I, are we better than the Lakers? No. Are we better than the Clippers? No. So then how are they going to win the Western Conference finals? They <laughs> they could. You never know. And they're gonna, you never know and, what happens. And are you telling me that like that like this year, next year, like the year after that, that like the Warriors, Clippers, Nuggets, Rockets, like those teams aren't gonna be the ones in Western Conference Finals that the Warriors are gonna be instead? I don't see that happening. I don't know. But Kawhi and Paul George like are on like a one year contract. <laughs> like low key. So I mean, I don't know. Anthony Davis, who knows he could leave. New York Knicks calling them all up. <laughs> oh no yeah um not not the most ideal thing but who knows i i think that we we could really we we could do we could just reload have a good starting lineup and if we're smart with like the whatever draft pick we get this year then we could just either use whoever the warriors draft or they could trade that for just like a supporting bench to like kind of round out their team that's been a as you argue, that's been kind of like their pattern for success of the past. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I guess that's it. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode of Space the Floor NBA Podcast. We, we hope you enjoyed. Follow us on Instagram at Space the Floor Podcast and on Twitter at Space the Floor. If you're listening on YouTube, like and subscribe to this video. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, uh, leave a review. And thank you so much. My name is Connor Gielan. And I'm Connor Flannery. And see you next time. Peace. Shout out Bob Myers.